0: I'm Melissa Bonzak, author of the June Nash Misadventure series, and when I'm not writing, I'm reading. I started this show to rave about new discoveries, chat with indie and small publishing house authors, and share from my works in progress. This is Books Cubed, interviews, raves, and reads. Good adventures, everybody. Welcome to episode 19 of Books Cubed. Did you check out our new logo? Isn't that great? I have the, uh, in the show notes, I have a link to the gentleman who helped put that together, Zachary uh, Casavant. He is fantastic. So check his work out if you are in need of logos. And today I have a fun show for you. We're talking about magic and creatures, unicorns and Bigfoot and sea monsters All in this wonderful book by F.T. Lukens called The Rules and Regulations for Mediating Myths and Magic. I had to look down at my phone to make sure I said the title right. It is a lot of fun, and I I think you'll like today's show. So, uh, let's get right to it. Good adventures, everybody, and welcome to the show. Today, I have F.T. Lukens on, and we're going to be talking about her book, The Rules and Regulations, for mediating myths and magic, I'm going to hold it up, and I know it's going to be all. I don't know if it's going to. You can see it or not. I'll go back later and try to remember to uh, pop uh, the picture from uh, maybe Amazon or something over the top so you can see it. Uh, but it is fun, fun fantasy book. Yeah, there's one of her. She's holding up her bookmark. So welcome <laughs> to the show. Thank you. And I, I was hoping that you could read just a little bit of the book to give everybody a flavor for this really fun adventure story.
1: Sure. Um, the section I'm going to read is after Bridger, who's the main character, has gotten his job with an intermediary who um, helps folklore and myths uh, integrate into the modern world. And in this section, he's going to, I don't know how long I'm going to read, but um, he's going to help with a rampaging unicorn. So cool. Uh, let me uh, cue this up. Okay. I swear, if this is another butter emergency, it's not, Pavel said. I need your help. He was more disheveled than usual. His chest heaved and a thin line of blood oozed from a cut across his cheekbone. Oh, right now? Bridger looked toward the field. A cheer had gone up from the crowd. One of the teams had scored. I'm kind of in the middle of something. Yes, right now. His voice was clipped and strained. Pavel was freaked and alarm bells went off in Bridger's brain. This was it. This was his chance. His first myth assignment his first step toward knowing and experiencing and wearing his own wistful expression at the magic of it all. Yes, he was ready. Bring it on. He nodded, adrenaline and excitement flooding through him. Okay, what do you need? Are you a virgin? Bridger sputtered. What the hell, man? What kind of question is that? Pavel talked over him. I don't have time for fake outrage over a state of being, Bridger. Either you are or you're not. I need to know. It's important. Well, uh, Bridger ran a hand through his hair. He looked around again and lowered his voice. Yeah, I am. So... Pavel was visibly relieved. Wonderful. Have you read the book? Uh, Bridger shrugged. Parts of it? At Pavel's disproving expression, Bridger shot back. I have schoolwork. Reading a technical guide on proper ways to handle batat fur is not high on my list of priorities right now. You've only gotten to be? Pavel's voice went high. What does any of this have to do with being a virgin? Do you have the book? It's at home. You should always carry it with you. Thanks for telling me now. That would have been great information to give me when you gave me the thing. Also, you said it was fragile, so I didn't think lugging it around in my backpack was a good idea. Pavel rubbed his eyes. Fine, fine. There's a rampaging unicorn. A rampaging unicorn? How do you even know that? He rubbed his brow. The toaster started acting up again, and then the images came, and... Your magical crisis alarm is a toaster? Yes, he said as though it was common fact. I tracked the unicorn to the planned community near the bookstore. Lake Commons? Yes, there. Oh, great. The Commons was a popular hangout in a huge commercial area. I'm at school. I don't have a way to get there quickly. Pavel wiped his sleeve over the cut, smearing blood across his cheek. I'll pick you up. No, Bridger said, remembering Pavel's mode of transportation. No, thank you. I will run down the street and meet you on the corner near Oak. I'm leaving now. Hurry up. I'll swing by. Bridger took off. He ran through the parking lot and around the side of the school. His backpack was locked in Astrid's car since she was his ride, but you have to worry about that later. He at least had his wallet, phone, keys, and a mysterious magic mirror. He jogged parallel to the school entrance and crossed the street at the next intersection the street lights flicked on as the sky darkened bridger skidded to a stop at the corner of oak street in time to hear the gunshot sound of pavel's car pulling up next to him bridger grabbed the door as the car continued to roll pulled it open and jumped in it was very primetime cop show and bridger was mildly proud he didn't trip and fall once inside pavel tossed a mirror at bridger talk to them he said bridger looked and brandon nia stared back at him I can't believe you haven't read all the book, Nia said, her voice shrill. She pointed a finger at him and glitter puffed from her fingertip. It's important information. Arms crossed, Brand shook his head and his blue hair swept across his forehead. We were rooting for you. Not helping, Pavel yelled. He took a corner at an ill-advised speed and Bridger flew into the door hard and the car rattled around them. He grabbed the seatbelt and clicked it into place, not sure if it would really help him if they did get into an accident, since Pavel's car was literally a death trap. Dude, a ride alive, okay? Read him the passage, Pavel said, ignoring Bridger. Nia flew to the huge book propped up on an open table, and Bridger recognized the library in the background. She hovered over the pages while Bran tried to support the mirror. If Pavel's driving didn't make him sick, then Bran's inability to hold the mirror steady would. Nia cleared her throat. Unicorns are solitary creatures who dwell in forests and woods. They do not emerge often. They do not suffer humans and rarely interact with other magical beings unless of a similar breed. They're proud and don't like to be treated like common beasts. Sightings are rare, but the few reports that exist of encounters with them state they are docile creatures unless disrespected. Legends say unicorns are drawn to purity, and maidens were often used as bait to lure unicorns out of hiding to be hunted. Maidens, Bridger stared at Pavel. I'm a virgin, but I am definitely not a maiden. You're the closest we have. What if it gets pissed off that I'm not a maiden? What if I accidentally show disrespect? Newsflash, I don't actually want to die a virgin.
0: So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's fun. Uh, I, I really loved the characters. And I love I loved the names. The names are so different, than names that I, I hear. I don't read tons of fantasy. Uh, I'm just starting to branch out uh, into different, in different things. I get bored really quick. And for years, <laughs> I just read thrillers. And finally, it occurred to me, if I'm bored all the time, why don't I branch out to different genres? And uh, I've found all kinds of great stuff in, in different genres, but I'm just starting to read more of fantasy. So I haven't come across names a lot. But I really love that Bridget and Bridger and Astrid, his best friend, Pavel, the guy he works for, and even Leo, the love interest, is not a name I hear a lot. So wait, as a writer, how do you come up with these names these, that are so unusual?
1: Well, for this book, well, I keep a running list of names that I like. And just kind of keep them in a notebook. And when I start looking at characters and naming characters, I'll refer back to that. Um, for this book, I was writing it. Um, and Leo, the love interest character, is half Puerto Rican and half Caucasian, um, just like my great nephew, Leo. Uh, so I asked his mom. She, um, Leo is a year younger than my youngest child. And his real name is uh, his full name is Leonidas. And I asked his mom, my niece, if I could use that name. And she said, yes. So that's how I got Leo's name. So
0: say um, his name one more time. Leo's full Leonidas. name. Leonidas. That's great. Did you yes. use that in the book as the full name?
1: It is. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's I think I remember him. It's only mentioned once. I think his dad calls him his
0: full name at one point. Yeah, that was it. That was it when he was at the dad's house. I loved his parents. Okay. Go ahead for the other names. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, And then Pavel... Um came from i was writing this book right after anton yelchin um unfortunately passed away and yeah. he played pavel Chekov in star trek and i was really upset about his death because he was such a great actor and um, played a lot of great characters that i um like kyle reese and of course Chekhov and um he was odd thomas in that movie so um it was kind of my little star trek tribute uh by renaming that character after him
0: i like so. that yeah that was that was very sad his jeep knocked out of gear and hit him when he walked to his mailbox was that it
1: yeah he had one of those faulty shifters in his jeep and it um didn't shift i guess what happened um is that it didn't shift into park it was in neutral and it rolled backwards
0: oh that's awful that's awful oh just awful so how about the name astrid where did that come from
1: I went to uh, Austria as a kid, as a foreign exchange student for a couple of weeks, and the, the girl I stayed with was named Astrid. That was <laughs> the first time I'd ever heard that name, and so it's always kind of stuck with me.
0: I like that. It's really, it's really interesting. I liked Astrid. She was a really ge- great character. Uh, now, you set everything up. Now, what we should have done also is, uh, it's it kind of... Uh, tells everybody what the book is about the rules and regulations for mediating myths and magic, but give everybody just a little uh, blurb about what the book is about.
1: Um, I pitch it as fantastic beasts meets Simon versus. Um, So it's basically about Bridger. Who's the main character um, who needs money for college. He has a single parent um, and, he decides to get a job so he can have money to go out of state for college. And, um, he answers a sketchy Craigslist ad and kind of gets roped into this job as an assistant to an intermediary who helps folklore and myth live in our world, um, and remain hidden. And I liked how it, it,
0: I don't want to give anything away, but I like how the book ended
1: and it felt like there's another one coming along. There is actually, it was just announced earlier this week. Um, the title is monster of the week and it's I like that uh, it'll come out in October of 29 of this year,
0: 2019. <clears throat> Excuse me. I should, usually I drink hot tea and I, <clears throat> I'm drinking regular tea and now my throat is like uh, <laughs> closing up on me. Uh, that would say
1: again when it's going to come out. It'll be out October 15th of 2019.
0: Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. So when it comes out, maybe you can come back and, and, talk about the book again. That would be good. Talk about that book. That'd be good. That'd be good. Okay. So were you, you write fantasy. Do you write anything else besides
1: fantasy? I write sci-fi and uh, urban fantasy, and I'm working on a high fantasy right now.
0: Ah, Okay. So you're all sort of the same area. Is that, is that what you grew
1: up reading? It is. Um, I grew up reading Um, Douglas Adams and, uh, Mercedes Lackey and, uh, Neil Gaiman, Terry Pratchett, all of these, you know, big fantasy, um, sci-fi names, uh, Robert Asprin, um, Robert Jordan. Um, so yeah, that's what I, my brother who, um, is, is a, a significant amount older than I am would send me books for my birthday. Um, and he sent me one every year and uh, or a couple every year and when I was 12 he sent me the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy by Douglas Adams and it's my favorite book I still have the one he gave me Um, it's 20 no 25 years old Um, Uh, and it still has the original dust jacket and everything on it I managed to save it all these years Um, but I've read that book gosh a ton just a ton so it's where I get my sense of humor from (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's where a lot of the humor in the book is modeled off of that.
0: Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Totally. Totally. And, uh, I, um, yeah, I like, I, I'm, I, I haven't read a lot of Neil Gaiman, but my favorite book from him is, so far is, uh, Neverwhere. Is it Neverwhere? Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. That one I loved. And I guess there was a radio play done, but I still haven't listened to it. But yeah, uh,
1: I, um, my favorite of his is Good Omens. Um, and it's amazing and there's going to be a um amazon has done a television a television show of good omens with um david Tennant in it so the trailer is out and it's really good (laughs) is that on amazon prime i think so i think that i'm remembering that correctly okay cool cool because i have that so that's really good
0: that's really good okay so you got the next book coming out so how many books do you have out if someone went to your catalog and they, really, and they wanted to buy other books from yours before this next one comes out. Do you have other things
1: out too? I have four young adult books out. Three of them are a trilogy. Um, it's a sci-fi space opera trilogy. Um, and the last book came out in October of last year. So that is completed.
0: Yeah, I think, now that I say that, I think I actually have one in my Kindle. But um, oh. I was scrolling to look for the cover for this one. I'm like, hey, there's another one. Of, that's her same name. <laughs> i buy i I download sample chapters like constantly constantly but actually that one i think i bought both i think when carrie we have a mutual friend carrie who has been on the show a couple times uh she uh sort of introduced us and said you have to talk to her you have to read a book (laughs) okay i will i will so you got the new one coming out this year how Mm -hmm. long does it take you to put together a book once you have the idea
1: um, it really varies. I wrote um, my first book, The Star Host. I wrote it um, in February, March, and April of 2015. Um, so I wrote it in three months and submitted it to the publisher uh, in June of that year. So it takes about three months. When I'm working really fast, it'll take three months to write it and a month about to edit it and get it into shape and get it to beta readers and all that. Um, I just finished writing monster of the week and I started it in August and I finished it in December. So August, September, October, November, five months. Um,
0: Wow. That's really impressive.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, once I have the idea, once I plot it out, I, I plot everything, you know, down to the scene, um, and down to the dialogue out before I write.
0: Um, that's smart. That's smart. Uh, I I used to uh, do screenwriting. I started as a literary agent and then I worked as a screenwriter for about 10 years. And the people who were the most prolific and had the best scripts and the ones easiest to get out there were ones who sat down did just like you and were very anal about outlining and they really knew what they were going to do. And yet, if you want to put out a new book, like every six weeks, you have to know what you're doing before you sit down and start writing. So yeah. that's good that you do that. And that's good. And look, now you've got what you started in 2015, you said?
1: Yeah, my first um, Starhost was published in March 2016. So um, from then till today, I have four books out. And the that's fifth wonderful. one will be out this
0: year. That's really good because I've got I've got two out and two <laughs> that are, you know, uh, they're getting there. So, uh, uh, so yeah, I need to get moving because I get people emailing me, when is the next book coming out? <laughs> oh, it's coming out. It's coming out. So you're prolific, but how often do you get started on an idea and then it just goes nowhere and you set it aside? Do you have a metaphorical drawer full of, of unfinished manuscripts?
1: I have a Dropbox file of unfinished <laughs> um, things that got started or um, uh, outlines that got started and didn't go anywhere. Um, I actually, yesterday, I was looking through it to see, um, cause I was going to recycle some of the ideas into something else I was working on and was looking through it and pulled something up and I was like, huh, this chapter's really good. I should, I should continue with this. Um, so I have, I have a, t- I have a lot, a lot that, you know, you just get started on and then you get distracted by a, a shiny other idea and, and go that way. Um, So I could say in that file, I have at least 10, maybe more of things that, you know, may just even be a sentence of an idea um, that's saved. And then some that have, like the one I found yesterday has about 10,000 words already written that I didn't do anything with. Uh, You know, well, you know, sometimes, sometimes even even when you outline
0: something, sometimes once you start the writing, the characters just don't want to do what you want them to do. And it just does not work. And then you just set it aside. And I've got tons of things too that, that screen between screenplays and, and manuscripts that just the characters just didn't want to be, you know. Or there's
1: something inherently wrong in the plotting and you, you gotta let it sit and think about it, um, because it's it's not working and, and as you're you're writing you kind of get to a point and you're like, Oh, I don't I don't know what happens next, or if I try to get here, it seems contrived, or the characters don't match their motivations don't match what's, what I had planned. So there, there's some of that, that happens too, where I get to a point and I'm like, uh, eh, this hasn't been thought out really well. I haven't figured this part out yet. So I'm just going to set it aside and think about it. Um, and then it just depends if I go back to it or not.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, the ones that you go back to are the ones that have more, there, more meat to work yeah. with. So, and they're the ones that'll go out and they're the ones that the audience will love, you know? So, um, so, okay. We just want to make sure just checking my notes and everybody I know gets always mad at me when I pull my stickies off the walls. So, uh, we talked about that. Okay. Um, there, there, there. Ah, okay. So I'm working, I'm myself. I, I write, it's a uh, misadventures. They're very clean. She never curses because her brother's famous and she doesn't want to get uh, end up on YouTube, auto-tuned, cursing up a storm. So she says, blast all, this time. I'm all the time instead of cursing. But the other series that I'm also writing, which I've got chapters on the podcast that people can listen to, it's it's there's a lot of cursing. And so I'm, I'm just wondering as I'm doing this, I mean, people come to expect one thing from me. Are they going to be angry if they read this book? There's no cursing in the first series, but the second series, there's a lot of cursing should I write a pen name? When you're working on things that are slightly different, when you're going from things like rules and and regulations to something that's a little more high tech sci-fi type thing, are you worried that you're not going to be able to pull the readers from one to another? Do you think about doing a pen name?
1: Um, I actually do write under a pen name. F.T. Lukens is not my real name. Um, And... That is just because I, uh, writing's not my full-time job yet. And so I have to do professional stuff under my other name. Um, and I, my real last name is, is not a common last name. So it'd be really oh. easy to connect me. Um, and not that that's a bad thing, but I just really needed, uh, at the time that I started writing to keep that professional life cause cause I work, um, in, in a social work field. Um, mm. So I do write under a pen name, and my my pen name, though, is um, my first two real initials. F.T., really my initials. Uh, And then the last name is actually, I had a really good friend um, who was in the sci-fi and fantasy club with me at William & Mary, and she passed away uh, after we graduated college. And so when I was thinking of um, last names to stick by my initials, my husband said, well, why don't you use Angela's last name as a kind of tribute to her? And I asked our close friends, and they all said that would, that would be fine and that she would get a kick out of it, and which I think she would. Oh, uh, I bet
0: she would have, yeah. yeah. So the
1: first book I wrote, the, um, the star host uh, in the front is dedicated to the sci-fi, sci- we call it Skiffy. So it's dedicated to Skiffy from the College of Women Mary, and her name is, is among the folks that are in there.
0: Oh, that's nice. That's a nice tribute. And I I bet she would have been able to see her name in print then, so she would have liked that.
1: She would have thought it was hilarious. Yeah. I mean, she would (laughs) have, yeah. I'm sure she thinks it's hysterical.
0: Oh, I like that. That's nice. That's nice. So you've got the new book, then, Monster of the Week that's coming out. Mm -hmm. Do you know what you're going to, that one you said is done and it's off to the publisher?
1: Yes, that one's in edits right now. And who's your publisher? Interlude Press. Okay. I'm, in the, um, I'm in the, it's called Duet, which is the young adult um, section of Interlude Press.
0: Okay, we'll put a link in the show notes. And I know there were other books that I think were in the back of yours that were listed that are also by the publisher that sounded interesting. So people can find. And then uh, Carrie, our friend Carrie is also, Carrie, I'm going to forget your name. Oh. Pack. Carrie Pack. <laughs> Thank you, Carrie Pack. I'm so sorry, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> kitty don't come and get me her mother uh so uh yeah we'll put that in the show notes so people can find it so you got that one off what are you going to work on after that do you have any ideas yet i have a high fantasy
1: that i wrote last year that i am um doing some work on and cleaning up and kind of sending out and seeing where it might land um i am working on um a couple of outlines for different ideas that I've had um I'm working with a friend we're um developing a comic book um so cool do you have the artist yet yes um it's someone that I met several times at Dragon Con we met the first year I went and then because we were bought into the same booth um and so I met her the first year and then every year since we go and we hang out and have fun in this last year. I was, you know, she's an artist in this last year. I was like, you're thought about doing a comic book. And she has done comic books before. And so we decided we're going to um, partner one. So right now I'm working on pitching, uh, developing different storylines and pitching to her and letting her see which one best works with her art style. Um, yeah. So whatever she picks out of that group, I've, I've developed four different ideas and whatever she picks out of that group is one we'll do the comic book with. And then one of the others will be the next book I work on.
0: Oh, nice. Now, do you have a newsletter so that people who are interested in maybe a comic book or the next books can join your newsletter or find you to, uh, you know, follow along what's going ha- what's going on and get the new books from you?
1: Yeah, I don't have a newsletter. <laughs> um, I'm really bad at social media. Um, I am on Twitter the most. I'm on Twitter every day. It's on my phone. I tweet a lot. Um, you could always ask me questions um, on Twitter or send me I have my DMs open so you can ask me there Um, that is the absolute best way to get a hold of me or email um, is fine too Uh, it's just my name ftlukens at gmail Um, I'm pretty responsive there I do have a Tumblr and I do have a Facebook and I do have a website who knows what's on them because I don't
0: All right. Well, so the we'll, feature, we'll put on. your Twitter handle and your and your email address. Yeah, that's why. And the show link. So if anybody wants to get a hold of you and uh, find out when the next books are coming out. Uh, and they could probably there's probably a uh, newsletter or something with your publisher also.
1: Yeah. My publisher is really active on Tumblr and on their website and on Twitter as well. Um they did give me a little um <laughs> I wasn't allowed, at the last, I was at MarsCon over the weekend, and I, we weren't, the name of the book was not out yet, and they, I was like, well, can I, you know, put it out at the booth, and they're like, no, um, and so this is what they gave me, Unicorn Poop, number two coming soon, because poop jokes, I love them, um, yeah. so that was the uh, kind of teaser for Monster of the Week. <laughs> yeah if you're, oh hold
0: that up again if you're listening on the podcast it's a um it's a postcard it's blue and it says unicorn poop at the top and then down below it says number two coming soon so <laughs> that's great i love that i love that well when you have the next ones out let me know and we'll have you back on the show
1: okay great thank you thank you thanks a lot for today
0: thanks ft I hope you enjoy today's show. I have no idea what next week's show will hold because tomorrow I go in for my cochlear surgery. I'm getting the right ear done. I had to think about it. Which ear? The right ear. So I'm getting the right ear done tomorrow and I hope to be up off the couch and able to record next week's show. But we'll see. (laughs) we'll see. I had, I I wanted to have like three shows in the hopper and ready to go. And I just had so many other things, including writing. I'm trying to finish the next book. So we will see what happens. There will be an exciting show next week. I just don't know what the heck it's going to be yet. So until then, go read a good
1: book.